Don't feel guilty about saying no to global philanthropy. The other day on Instagram, I saw this video of this guy in another foreign country sharing this family's shack and saying they own well it was a hut it wasn't a shack it was a actually pretty nicely made hut and saying they have like six other huts this is all they have uh, help us raise money to build them a home and 10 years ago I would have been like oh my gosh this is so sad and I would have felt guilty now we realize the actual consequences of American Western philanthropy to these places yeah, so, so much of American philanthropy or mission work is all about coming in and giving handouts and then leaving. And so if you build someone an American life, number one, they didn't build it themselves, so they don't know how to sustain it. Number two, you can't do that for everyone. So now there's resentment, there's, there's competition, there's victim. You know, it's like, how did he get that? Well, you play the victim. You pretend to really want Jesus or you know, whatever the, the thing is that got that person this amazing handout. So the real kind of hard thing to do is to preach the good news to the poor without giving them anything. Silver and gold, I don't have, but what I do have, I give you. Mm. Now, a lot of people are like, yeah, but Scott, when you do have the means, you've got to give it. And it's like, yeah, that's fine. But I'm saying like to everyone, all 6 billion people who have less than you, you can't do that. But what can you do is be missionaries to your family. You know, if you were given charge of a whole bunch of African kids, would you send them to American public school? Like, oh no, you would lose their souls. It's like, okay, well then why are you sending your own kids to public school? Why are you sending your own kids into the culture to be lost? You know, then it's love your neighbor. If you went down to the trailer park in your area and you're like, let's build these guys a house, people would scoff at you. They'd be like, no, that's stupid. They, you know, it's like, um, hello. It's the same, our underclass, someone else's underclass. It's the same dynamic again. We don't want to build a guy in a trailer park a house because, well, maybe he's content. Mm -hmm. Maybe his life choices led him to that place. Maybe, you know, if he wants a hand up, if he wants to be taught how to uh, build a better economy, how to maybe, you know, skills, skills, that kind of thing. It's like, see, now you're understanding what it is to love your neighbor. Well, it's like, well, I don't like my neighbors. So I'm going to go to Africa. Or I'm going to go to South America. or I'm going to go to Asia or whatever. So, and this is not to bash people who do, uh, that like that's what we're saying if you've got to be that's led by joy yeah <laughs> you've got to be led by joy and it's not to go around being the savior for people it's it's a thing of of being led by joy of these are the people i want to invest my life in to disciple not to just give and led by joy and peace and that also means when other people are raising money because a lot of times um i mean we would get asked still all the time for people raising money for their missions or traveling overseas for mission work and and we say no all the time because <laughs> we're focused on our local area and and if we had joy and peace and faith for the person's life and we felt a conviction for what god's doing in their life we would have no problem and and we do there are times where it's like our heart is yes like what what god's doing in their life is 100 percent. we want to partner with that uh, there are times where like is this just a glorified you adventure with the slap of a Christian mission work label on it so you can go travel the world? And that's fine. And like other people pay for it. Like that's if that's what you want to do, whatever. But it's the whole uh, using the name of Christianity for you to go have fun. And that's 
probably just an immaturity thing and a lack of discipleship to our youth because most people's hearts in it are good and pure, but they just don't know any other way. And it's an industry. You know, philanthropy is an industry. People, you know, when you donate to a lot of these big philanthropy organizations, it's not 100% of your money going to the poor person. It's like 80% of your money going to the administration, salaries, all of this Buildings. stuff. And then like 20% of the money goes to actually, you know, feeding the poor or whatever it is. So what we want to say is a different way of mission is your own life. You are a mission. You are a, a agent of God in your area. And the two biggest things that you need to focus on are family, lifestyle, and economy. That is where you change, you disciple a nation. You know, if your kids grow up to fear the Lord and love the Lord, uh, and if you have an economy, because why, why are all these places struggling? Why do people have to go on mission trips to Africa? Why do people have to go on mission trips to South America? Is because the economies are broken. And in America, things are happening here where they are breaking the economy of the majority, the middle class, to the point where, you know, big globo corps are monopolizing the economy so that a lot of people are becoming the underclass. A lot of people aren't able to sustain their own economy. So guess what? You now have to have handouts from philanthropists. You now have to have handouts from people who would come in and give you stuff that you could have actually done on your own out of abundance, you know, if you had your own economy. So look after your family, look after your local economy, look after your neighbors. That is the first mission. And it's only from abundance of that place that you can then go out and help other people to build their families build their local economies. And it's very practical. It's not just giving people handouts. It's teaching people how to grow their own food, how to have a budget, how to steward their resources well, how to learn skills. It's not building a food program and hoping that the food program grows and feeds more and more people. It's like, actually, the food programs should go away. Like, mm -hmm. if we're doing God's work, then we shouldn't need a food program anymore because because we've discipled these com these families in our community yeah. to grow their own food or to learn how to can and have resources for winter or how to save up their money to be able to buy in bulk. That is discipleship. Yeah. Uh, just creating a, a, a queue for people to line up and hand them bags of food. It's it's a nice idea and it's very generous. But it creates more problems. But it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. And and you see that with, I mean, Scott growing up in South Africa, how much of the mission work wasn't actually sustainable and didn't change lives in the long term. Yeah. It was just the missionary was glorified yeah. for the work they did. Mm -hmm. And so we want to see work that is can can last. Yeah. And then on that as well, is like that is why it's this whole thing of like we're all missionaries is like they're actually, you know, if you look at the example of Hudson Taylor, he was a missionary to China in the 1800s. He never asked anyone for a penny because he's like, I believe in God and God will provide for me. And then he didn't go there to, yeah, I'm a missionary. Everyone look at me. I'm a missionary. No one knew because he went in there. He changed. He literally became a Chinaman. He changed his clothes, his language, everything to become Chinese, to reach the Chinese. And by the end of his life, instead of, oh, the missionary has gone, everything falls apart. It's like, no, he literally raised up Chinamen to go and, and do Christianity, go do the works of God, go obey Jesus, become discipled. And so that when he died, it was like, thank you so much, but we're carrying on. And like, he's known now, but when mm -hmm. he was alive, he had no glory. Um, actually, his name was slandered mm -hmm. and he was made to be a fool. He was ruining the mission industry. 
you know, he was ruining the, the grift for a lot of people. So we just want to encourage you guys. You are a missionary where you are. And business people. Business are people are missionaries, missionaries of God. You know, you creating a strong local economy is a blessing of the Lord. It's, it's literally creating heaven on earth because people aren't hungry. People aren't having to go steal. People aren't having to go kill each other for stuff. People aren't having to leave their family and go to another country. Like you are, you are a minister of God. Being in government is a minister of God. Being a policeman, being a sheriff, being a politician who bears the sword to punish wickedness and, and reward good. You are a minister of God. You're a missionary. Don't be guilted into focusing on other people's problems when you're actually doing a good work where you are right now. Be like Nehemiah. Like I cannot come down. I am building, I am building a good work here. And if you do out of blessing and joy of your heart want to bless other people, that's wonderful. But it comes from an abundance of first being a missionary to your family, to your local area. Bless you guys. Don't be guilt tripped.